Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Party Business Podcast. I'm Chris Laporte, your lore master, barrel rider, and spider hater. If you're hearing this right now, that means you've actually decided to listen to episode two, and that kind of blows me away. Uh, You're back, and I'm so honored. Uh, You're going to be rewarded for that too, this episode. Trust me on that one. We had such a great time recording this. So much fun. A lot of laughs, a lot of darkness, a lot of spiders. But uh, everyone start coming out of their shells this episode, so it's uh, starting to pick up. It's tough, honestly, to start a podcast, let me be real, because it's kind of weird revealing just how geeky you are to the entire world, and I'm asking all my friends to join me in that. Like, I'm pretty used to being geeky in front of people, but who knows? I don't know that about everybody else. But uh, I do feel like we're like already hitting our stride, and the group find themselves in a pretty tough spot, not going to lie. They were told one thing, after all, in Mirkwood, and that was, don't leave the path. So, they've already messed that up. But we'll see what's going on. Before we dive in, real quick, I want to let you know about our website. It's up and running. It's ready for you to geek out with us there. We have articles uh, diving into the lore of Middle-earth, tips on tips and tricks on playing tabletop RPGs, and we will dive into some Lord of the Rings hot takes, too. The website's called PartyBusinessPodcast.com. Pretty simple. Um, it's in our show notes. You can also see our links to Twitter and Instagram there. Um, our logo, if you're listening anywhere other than Apple, Apple doesn't want to show it. I don't know why. Um, we'll figure that out eventually. But our logo was done by none other than Josh Johansson, who is playing our beloved dwarf, Rory. I'm sure he's going to have some more art for us soon. Um, and the rest of the gang's writing and doing all kinds of stuff uh, behind the scenes, too. So that's going to be pretty cool as we all start hanging out on the website and elsewhere. Um, if you have your own art you want to share, because I'm a huge fan of fan art, so if you're out there and you're trying to draw Rory or something, we would love to see it. And you can just say hi to us, too, if you're not artistically inclined like myself. Um, and we have an email that you can contact us at. It's called partybusinesspod at gmail.com. You know, pretty, pretty simple, too. That's also in the notes. But Enough of me going over these boring details. Let's see what our geeky-ass fellowship is going to do as they dive straight into the darkness of Mirkwood Forest. Here's episode two of the Party Business Podcast called Crouching Spider, Bitten Flies. Well, guys, um, I have yet to roll my dice. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Which... I mean, I guess it would be worse if uh, one of you didn't roll your dice yet, because I feel like I would roll less, but still. But that's yeah. uh, that's going to change. That's going to change very quickly. I have a oh, feeling no. you're correct. <laughs> I know I'm correct. I read ahead. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this is uh, this is officially episode two, so I'm pretty stoked. We are, well, I shouldn't say we. You are in a bad place. Tough place. You just had Baldor, which I'm pretty sure I pronounced 14 different ways in the last episode. (laughs) Um, Baldor is uh, once again kind of going crazy. Not doesn't have good memory of what's happening right now. He thinks it seems years ago. He's looking for his baby, who is now a 12-year-old, so that's probably not good. Belgo. I had to think about it. Stupid names. <laughs> uh, has gone after his dad, along with the kid, and Yurik and Finn, 
who have kind of rushed off the, the path after them. Now, if you recall, you're supposed to stay on the path. The rest of you have a decision to make, I guess. Now, he... Refresh my memory, or refresh Rory's memory here. Uh, was he walking off the path, like, or was he, like, full sprint, mad dash into the woods sort of thing? Or, like, what? Uh, how far behind him are we? And how fast is this old man? <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Um, he's he's motivated by fear and uh, delusion, Great. so that's a powerful Excellent. force. <laughs> I would say he he rushed off into the woods. He's breaking twigs and branches as he's like going through the brush off of the main path. Now you're right next to the enchanted stream. That's what he kind of splashed himself with. I will spoiler alert: you avoided the worst case scenario because you were able to stop him from falling in. But mm-hmm. we still got a situation to handle here. He's rushed off. As much as someone who has a walking stick to help himself can, but he is in the forest, screaming, thinking some disaster has befallen him, but he's only bringing it upon himself. Hmm. Well, seems like someone else's problem, and uh, <laughs> uh, kid, this one's all on you. Uh, I'm gonna go back to bed. <laughs> No, uh, I'm going to just turn and, you know, do the, I'm not, this isn't great for the audio, but, you know, shrug <laughs> kind of at the group yeah. and be like, what, uh, you know, raise an eyebrow. I guess you and I are close to each other, right? Because we both took off running. I'm a little bit yeah. behind you. Yes. And I'm, I'm just taking a straight right turn and running after this guy. Stop. Um. <laughs> awesome. I think let's also remember to say our character names because there's a lot of us. So if you're saying I'm doing it, say like Ted's doing it. Ted is taking off. Ted's rushing after your Ted took the kid. Rory is going to sigh and then follow into the the path that they're creating into these uh, woods. Okay, Cat Vera, that leaves you. Uh, yeah, (laughs) it sure does. I think, well, Kavera is thinking two things. Kavera is first thinking, how many times has this guy gone through this, like made this trip for trading or whatever, and he's must know about this enchanted river. It's a pretty well-known thing. I mean, she Mm. spent a lot of time with these elves specifically, so she knows all about it. But she must be thinking that this guy has to know about this enchanted river if he's made this trip many times. And the elves even welcomed him with pretty open arms, saying that he's always welcome there. So this can't be the first time that he's encountered this stream. So he kind of thinks he's, or she kind of thinks he's an idiot. But at the same time, (laughs) she's been set with a task to travel with this person and protect this person so if she's been given this mission then she's going to see it out so she kind of all right and then just sort of pulls out her spear just in case something you know happens she's walking into these woods going off the path even though she knows that's the incorrect thing to do at this point she will take out her spear because she know also knows that there are dangers in this forest no matter how 
well the elves of Mirkwood keep an eye on it. And so she just sort of follows the rest of the group. Alright. And leaving behind four ponies to fend for themselves on the path. As long as they don't drink from the stream. <laughs> That's true. The kid's watching them. Yeah. Belgo? No, the kids. The no, Belgo uh, went up. Belgo is already. Oh, Bel- yeah. yeah okay. Belgo was first. So here's yeah, here's a good little order of operations here. Belgo's first. He ran after yeah. uh, his dad. Then the kid is next, who has a little bit of a connection to Belgo. Then Yurik, well Finn actually, and then Yurik, who's hot on the heels of his hound. And then we've got Ted, the Hobbit, running in. Trying to keep up. Those little legs is going to have extra work to do. fast they'll carry me. <laughs> yeah. uh, then we've got Rory, who went in next. Yes. And Cad Vera bringing up the rear. As you enter this kind of destruction path that uh, Baldor left in his wake, it gets even darker off of the path. The woods are close. The tang- tangling vines and branches. There is... A thick undergrowth that makes it hard to move and keep up without tripping. I'm going to need the kid to roll uh, athletics, I think. Athletics. Sure, he's great at that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. Okay. Um, <laughs> is right. that... Kid roll for youth is instead. That... <laughs> yeah, can I, can I roll for... <laughs> Maybe indoor. <laughs> Maybe like beginner's <laughs> luck or something. Um, that's a twelve and two yeah, sixes. There should right? be a luck. Twelve. Yeah. And yeah. Whatever. And then however many sixes. pips. Okay, so that's just a twelve for me. <laughs> oh boy. Oh wait, what's the I? <laughs> Eleven. Oh. <laughs> that's not a good. Eleven. Um. You're. Well, I okay. You see, um, yeah. That's a hypothetical question, right, Han? No, I got an eleven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, the kid in the forest just never was gonna end up well. Like you know, this is just fate, really. <laughs> the kid, son of the the dad, is now the kid who is just the dead. <laughs> Hopefully your second dad can pick you up or something. Yeah, he gave me a pipe once. A second dad. <laughs> second dad. Alright. Here's All right. what happens. It's pitch black in front of you pretty much. You see branches coming at you fast. They're broken. They're uh obviously someone just moved through here. Um as you're trying to keep your own footing, you don't notice that Belgo has fallen, <laughs> tripped over some branch, and over you go right on top of Belgo. Uh, you don't roll over him. You don't like go to the side. You don't jump over him. You just totally plow right into him, end up on top. Finn also <laughs> then plows into your group. Oh. And Yurik, <laughs> you don't see anything. This massive pile is is now blocking the whole path. One by one, Yurik, and then Ted, and then Rory, <laughs> and then Katvera, all just kind of hit this like huge pile of people just comedically tumbling over each other as Baldor runs up in front of everybody somewhere. 
what a Scooby-Doo moment. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's also like that scene from Two Towers, too, where Gimli has like an orc and then a warg on top of him and then another yes. orc. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. Or like all the dwarves okay. coming through Bilbo's door all at yes. the same time. Yes. Yes. Ted, being being the optimist, the or trying to be the optimist, says, well, at least we all know where each other is. <laughs> we stuck together at least. Oh man. <laughs> True. No one's lost. So Beldor. It is pitch black where you are. And it's hard. You kind of got turned around in this like tumble. Because of how dark it is. Uh you know it's nighttime too still. It is difficult to tell kind of which direction you were going, and you have a pretty good idea. You're not totally disoriented. But I need one person to roll maybe a search roll. Whoever's got a good search roll, maybe. Got two in search. That is not Rory. Um, here's a question. Smoking is on my character sheet as well. Would that mean that I have matches? I think oh. so. I think that makes a lot of sense. So I would like to light a match at the very least. And I don't know if that does. Is that. I don't know how it does advantage work. Do I get an advantage on something like that? If if I can see a little I bit? I think, yeah, I think it it will allow whoever does the search. You can go ahead and take the best 12 roll. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I cool. Like that. Well, I'm going to light a match. Uh, does anybody have better than two search? I only have one. No. Okay. Got nothing. All right. I'm going to take the search as well. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Put wherever, whatever's on the very right of smoking. Like go ahead and put a pip in there because that was uh that was good thinking. Uh, it is a specialty. Um, oh, it's a specialty. However, Interesting. it could be maybe <laughs> custom, or you can give him a pip in perception because he's using it for to help his perception. Yeah, that's true. Perception. Put a pep, nice, perception nice, nice. pip in there because that was good thinking. All right. I gotta try and remember to get, dole out the skill points here. Great, mm-hmm. great, great, great. All right. Uh, so a twelve <laughs> and two six is correct is what I'm rolling. Yes. Yep. And then roll the twelve, the twelve twice, and take the better one. Uh, I got a total of seventeen. Total of seventeen. Any sixes in there? Nope. Okay. Wow. Um, it's good. You're able to all get up one by one, get <laughs> get out of the pile. Ted lights a match. He takes a look around, and you're able to see the direction you're kind of coming in because the pile's a little bit bigger on that side, mm-hmm. and you're able to. Uh, see broken branches where Baldor just like stormed through. You don't lose a whole lot of time. You're able to uh, kind of get back on the trail a little bit. So you're able to get back on the trail. You don't hear like Baldor's like <coughs> footsteps or breaking branches anymore. He's gotten a little bit ahead of you, but you know you're going the right direction pretty confidently. Mm-hmm. So the. What is that? One, two, three, five. Five plus a dog. All go down this path. You're trying to keep up, but, you know, you're also trying to keep your footing. Uh, you also have, I guess, Belgo with you as well, who looks extremely nervous. He's got something kind of, he, he pulled out of his shirt, and he's, like, playing with it. it looks like some kind of necklace around his neck or something, but he's playing with it. It's He's really nervous, but he's walking alongside the kid, I think, would be appropriate. You 
keep following this path that keeps going deeper and deeper into the dark unknown of the woods. Whoever's got a very good, whoever's got the best maybe explore skill, um, you're going to do a little bit of like, you have to travel a little bit to keep up. I've got two. I've got, I've got three. I, I was going to try to argue for hunting. Okay. I like it. Okay. I'm going to roll hunting then so, if you guys want to roll explorer, if someone wants to roll explorer. Cool. I'll roll okay. explorer as well. All right. So I rolled in t- all total, a uh, total of 18. And then I rolled a 16 hunting. Okay. 16 and 18. Both of you do pretty well. You're able to keep the path. There's a couple points where like the trees lighten up a little bit and it's possibly could have gone a couple different ways. But Katvera uses some of her hunting skills that she's used to just kind of like following prey. She's now using it to follow uh, a companion and able to see like a little bit of like blood that she's able to see on one of the branches. He must have cut himself as he was running through and keeps the path going. You, none of you fall over or uh, lose any more time because Yurik is very good at kind of pointing out to everybody where like some big branches are coming across the path and uh, some roots are coming out to try to tangle your feet. So your path is pretty open to you. And it takes some time, though, to follow this path. You're not sure exactly how much time passes. It could have been 10 minutes. It could be an hour. But you're going to keep following. And finally, that path leads to a much more open kind of area. A glade? What's that? A glade? A glade? Of sorts? A sylvan glen? That's not sylvan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A glade, perhaps. The woods still kind of rise above this open space. So like the canopies still kind of uh, take over the over the top area there you don't see sky you don't see the stars and the in the night sky but you do see some silhouettes in front of you it's very dark but on a little bit of a rise in this glen there's a hill kind of sitting on top of that there looks to be what is the remains of a very very old run-down ruin Mm, there's some kind of stone standing on the top of this low hill you don't know if it was built by men elves dwarves you know you know you don't know you can't tell it's all pretty dark just silhouettes and we see three silhouettes you see just like a little cluster of ruins so here's you see basically um you know there's no there's no evidence of defensive walls or outbuildings anymore all that's gone into decay all that remains is a single round tower kind of up in the middle and a part of what must have been like a keep of some kind. Uh, the keep has crumbled and collapsed on itself, leaving only one corner still standing in like an L shape coming off the tower. Both the tower and the wall are covered in a dense shroud of something you can't really make out. But it's like there's some there's like leaves or something you can't really tell. It's really pitch black. <clears throat> and does this. this uh, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm just saying, is it, does this resemble anything that from the our our vision from that from the first episode? That's earlier, what I was going to ask. Uh, as well. Yeah, it's a little bit different. The the ones the, those of you who had that dream, and it, I guess you all had the dream, but some of it really affected. You don't recognize it from the dream because there's no swamp. It's it's still a very like solid ground hilltop mm-hmm. 
in the middle of these woods, it's much, much more like ruined than the one in your dream. The one in your dream looked like an actual defensible position. This one is just like a couple of walls and a tower that's crumbling and uh, what okay. looks to be a little bit of some stairs going around the tower that still look intact, but mm-hmm. that's about uh, it. Uh, well, it's definitely not a, a dwarven ruin. We uh, It's too shoddy a craftsmanship here, and I definitely wouldn't trust those stairs, just saying. I mean, look at that stonework. Just it, they, they chipped it wrong, and just the pa- they used the wrong stone. You never use that kind of stone for for step work. It roads faster <laughs> than anything. In twenty years, you're going to be putting it back up. This is why we don't use stones very often at all. <laughs> Just go right into the ground. It makes sense. I guess the dwarves do too. Can we tell? Uh, so I, uh, Ted turns around to someone who looks a lot better at, uh, you know, survival skills, and uh, says, "Do we know which way?" He went. I have a three in awareness. Would that help? Yeah. Yeah, you can roll that. Also, uh, Kat Vera and Yurik. I do I do as well. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you both roll. And both of you also put a pip onto the very right of explore. Well, for Yurik, explore. Put a pip at the very right. I don't know what group that is. They're Skill both group. survival. Okay, yeah. Both of you put in a pip for survival. You had good rolls there. And now I'm going to have you both roll awareness to see if you can figure out just what direction that Baldor went in now that it's opened. I got a 16 awareness. Or Catmera got a 16 awareness. 12. (laughs) 12. Okay. Yep. Yurik's looking around, but it's dark. And Yurik's used to the woods, but... It's kind of thrown off by this, like, fortification in the middle of these woods here. Kind of t- looking more at the silhouette of those things than, you know, down and around him. Katvera looks kind of around the group, and here's what you find. You f- A little patch of grass and dirt seems to be disturbed. And at the edge of some branches and twigs that from the path that you came out of, there's what can only be described as thick spider web. It's just a little bit of an edge of it. But you also see on the ground, like, there was some sort of kind of disturbance, and the mud is, and the dirt is kind of uh, streaked, and something was dragged towards the castle. Uh-oh. <laughs> Not great. Um, <laughs> Vera will... She'll turn to her companions and she'll say, It looks like something was dragged through here fairly recently. Now we can either follow it or we can continue to search around the area to see if there's a better way to go through, but we don't really have a lot of leads right now. Well, I think first, and I turn to, uh, uh, what was the son's name again? El- Belgor. Bel- Belgor. Bel- Belgor. 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 Belgo, Baldor, Beelzebub. There's some B names. Um, Balrog. Belgo. That's Balrog. There we go. Sorry. And and you're mixing up mythologies. And you're Rory. (laughs) I thank you. Thank you. I needed that reminder. Um, So, I would like to tell turn to Belgor, and I'll be like, before I go risking my 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 hideout in in uh, in these woods, 
why is your father like you you seem concerned too but not like i just we're this far out your dad seems to have gotten himself into some trouble before i go in and uh um deal with what seems to be some uh shenanigans from the these elven woods um what's going on here son essentially he goes i i don't know he didn't he didn't even recognize me i i've never seen him look at me like that like i was a stranger i don't know what's going on here i we've never ever left the path ever he knows about the the stream i don't know why he would do that he must have still been half asleep I he I didn't take him as a fool, so I, I assume it was some sort of, I mean, these these elves that we just came from. Maybe they do mind tricks. I I've never been really trustful of them. If uh you know they they seem to do all sorts of kind of things in these woods. You never know what they're leaving out here. Yurk starts to notice that that Finn has taken an interest in whatever whatever the boy is palming and, and fingering mm-hmm. what might have been a necklace, whatever it might be, and. Um, I notice Finn kind of sniffing at it, and I ask, what is that you're clutching so tight? He goes, um, oh, I didn't even realize. It's, it's my mom's wedding band, and he holds up in his hand this little ring that's on a string around his neck. I just keep it close, you know? Mm. It can't be a bad thing. I think it gives me good luck if there is such a thing. Well, I sure hope that it's going to give your father good luck because he's, it seems like he needs it and we need to go after him right now. Wait. Yeah. Question. Player asking a question. This is just <laughs> a regular ring, right? <laughs> <laughs> every every ring in the like Middle Earth is like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Is that, is well, that the only time that, yeah, it's the only time rings are mentioned are when they're important. I, so I want to watch you put that ring on right now. <laughs> yeah. Put it on. Hold him right by the now. collar. Yeah, you listen here. Just notch the bow. Put it on. <laughs> Look, it's my birthday, and I want it. <laughs> um. <clears throat> or yeah, like, can you describe this ring to us? It's just a regular old ring. Yeah. It's what looks to be silver, maybe. Um, there's no inscription on it on the outside. On the inside, it looks like there's just a date kind of inscribed. What is probably uh, their wedding date, you would guess. But how close of a look you get, I don't know if you'll be able to see that. But it, from where you're at, it is just a silver, plain kind of looking band. Okay. Suspicious of every ring in this campaign. Yes. (laughs) As you should be. It is Lord of the Rings. Even even small bracelets, you know, we gotta be really careful. (laughs) It's a ring for a giant, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, might be a giant's ring. A uh, a hobbit's bracelet is a giant's ring, so you know, we just gotta mix it up. (laughs) Hula hoops? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yurik... Yurik says, Yurik says, that's, that's sweet, kid, and let, let's hope it does bring us all some luck, but I've hunted spiders before, and it seems to me that's what we might be dealing with today. Um, and, uh, did you, did you say spiders? I did. I, I, did. I, I I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I don't see well in the dark here, so I, you know, I'm, you know, you assume shenanigans, but, uh, you, I didn't, nobody said spiders. Ted is hyperventilating. 
Yeah. So as he as 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 Rory says that, I I, I kneel down, um, and I kind of just run index and middle finger, kind of just swab that through some of the 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 thick um, <laughs> spider webbing, and just kind of hang it at head level for him, which is thigh level for me or thereabout. <laughs> And I just kind of dangle it in front of his face as evidence of what I've just pointed out. Oh, no. Oh, Teddy, I... Oh, uh, no, sorry, kid, you're on your own. I mean, he just starts walking in the other direction. You volunteered <laughs> first. You have to go. What? I didn't say go first. I mean, I'll surely bring up the rear end where, you know, uh, you know a proper defender could. But, like, uh, I never... Uh, not with spiders. I don't know. I, they, they tend to go with the small ones first and me and Teddy. All I'm saying... Is um, someone else should deal with the spiders. I mean, I'll bring the back up, you know, but uh, this is not my area of expertise. Let's just. But... Spiders are gross, but how bad could they be here? Uh, I have beast lore as one of my specialties. Is, will that Ooh. count as anything to see? Hey, as, yeah, as as do I. I don't know how the. This is the first time we've gotten into specialties, and again, you're dealing yeah. with the novice. But that, yeah, so so both Patrick and I do. I don't know if we can both approach it. Spoiler alert, we're all novices. (laughs) (laughs) I think both of you would know a lot about the spiders in the forest. You know that they can get pretty big. They are like dog-sized. The big, big ones can almost get like walrus-sized. Yeah, dwarf-sized for sure. But I think you know enough that they are very fast, very dangerous, and more cunning and work together usually in like big colonies. Not great. But they try first to, like, web their victims up and then snare them. And then they try to get in and, like, sting them. It's not really a bite that's poisonous from these kinds of spiders. It's a stinger, like a bee. So mm. that's what you should be worried about here. And they can be very dangerous, especially in great greater numbers, which is okay. usually how they're, you know, usually in a colony of some kind. And I assume Ted knows all of this, considering he's heard all the stories, and he is, he is, he is uh, terrified currently because he's he's. It's now becoming real. He was like, "Oh, I can do all the things that Bilbo can," and now it's becoming real, and he is terrified of what he is about to see, uh, especially because mm-hmm. he got most likely a, a slightly embellished version of the uh, of the spider fight in in the woods. So. He's de- he's shaking right now. Do you have any more of those matches? Uh, I do, but we really don't want them to see us. Well, but should we not use uh, fire? I mean, just like fire seems like the most can blind them or you know scare them off. Like fire's scary to me. I'm not so, sure like, this much fire is gonna do that much. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh, well, we're surrounded by wood here. We can just and actually, uh, I'll, what I'll do is I'll break fire? off a stick. Well, no, we're not irresponsible. Come on. Uh, uh, and a I'll, bear comes out of the woods and is like, "Wait, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Smokey. No, I got this. I got this." <laughs> and I'll take a stick and I'll break it off and I'll like wrap it up in spider web, and then I'll uh, <laughs> take whatever like fringe of your the last little bit of your. Uh, matches and i'll like try and set that on fire to create a little impromptu torch Cavera reaches in her backpack and grabs a torch <laughs> <laughs> so well, the the kid does not know what's going on he's he does not know why everyone's like afraid 
and things like that. He's just watching these two kind of like talk and whisper and make, come up with a plan. And he's just like looking back and forth and he doesn't know if they're idiots or if he should also be scared. They're definitely idiots. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you should you probably know, be worried. You, I mean, you know, whether you're scared depends on how much you trust an idiot or a group of idiots. <laughs> But the kid is definitely hanging back with the adults. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, okay, so Cat Vera took the torch away. Is that what happened? No, Cat Vera lit okay. her own torch, right? No, Cat Vera, Cat Vera, yeah, grabbed a torch out of her backpack. I mean, like it's a, like, like a proper torch. Wrapping it in spiderweb and stuff, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm covered in spiderweb at this point. It's like sticky and like you know half over. <laughs> the question yeah, is which like, one? Yeah. Which one's burning better? Is the question? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's not burning well. I think. Um, well, Cat Fairy, you've got a torch, no problem. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna Rory roll craft, maybe. Okay. For oh. uh, to oh, see if go. you can make get this get a fire going. I will have everyone in the podcast and every listener know that Rory. Has three pips in craft Ooh. and is a is a skilled crafts dwarf. The dwarves are usually good at making campfires. So. Yeah, I, well, you know, we got to be careful with fire we're, down below. It's very, you know, very we're very careful. So I want you know True. Smokey or whatever representative uh, lays here in the uh, the woods. Then we're we're on it. We're on it. So I, I will I, make this roll. So it's a d twelve, and then three d sixes. Ooh, 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 okay. Uh, that is a 10 on the D12, and then a 5 and two fours, giving me Dang. a total of 23? Tw- no. Math, sorry. Art major here. 19, <laughs> 23, 23. 23. You knock it out I of the park. I think that's the highest roll. <laughs> yeah. Carry yeah. the two. You just... <laughs> now, do I divide that somehow? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, you light this spider web torch, and it burns a little bit brighter than that other torch. Um, but uh, it's a little dangerous because you're covered in spider web too. So you had to kind of like quickly kind of break the threads. You Watch realized the beard. immediately. Watch the beard. <laughs> yeah, you realized immediately there was some threads going up to your beard, um, and you're yeah. like, uh, and oh, oh, oh. stopped it before a fire, you know, engulfed you in flame. It was really so, bright for a second because, you know, like part of my upper half was like, like, a, have you ever put like a bonfire with gasoline at first and just like, <laughs> I, it yep. was something like that, I imagine. Yes. Uh, the spider web is uh, Tolkien gasoline, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you have a little bit of light and you can see that that like, you don't even need now that you know where the initial point is. I think all mm. of you can see where this struggle was on the ground, there's a dr- drag marks going right up to the wall of this old keep. So Ted uh, is still shaking, but finds his finds his inner. Uh, I really want a good story, and um, <laughs> want to be a hero, and says, "Well, if we are going to save him, we have to go right now because he's probably in grave danger. So come on, let's go. Let, we we got to get up there." Perfect. All right. Rory hands him the, the 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 torch and pats him on the back and says, "All right, I'm right behind you." <laughs> I take it. I go ew, and then I start going. It like sticks okay. to you, like you can't let the stick go. You know, <laughs> like you're trying. 
can I use I, I I imagine that what we're about to step into could could uh, be somewhat of a labyrinth. Um, we've got this this webbing, and I have I have hunting and survival. I, it, do I have the option to maybe I'm still hanging on to this little piece of webbing that I dangled in front of Rory? Still, sort of I haven't really flicked it off my fingers yet. Um, yeah. If I could, I'd like to I'd like to bring Finn over to my side, have him sort of get its scent, and then maybe mm. uh, help use him to help us in this hunt for whichever spider dragged off our uh, our companion. I like Finn that. is OP. Um. I mean, dwarves <laughs> yeah. can smell as good as dogs. That's, that's, I mean, you know, we've always been able to smell as good as dogs, right? You smell <laughs> as good as dogs, yes. Oh. Yes, uh, that, you know, bo- both, both meanings are true. Both meanings are true, let's be honest. <laughs> Um, yes, I think you're able to do that. I think you're able to put it in front of Finn, and he kind of catches the scent. Or he leans uh, over too. (laughs) (laughs) Now the kid is convinced that they're just all idiots, and he's just like, maybe I should just go home. (laughs) It took till now. (laughs) Should have been immediate. (laughs) True. Oh, man. He's not very smart himself, though, so... Three, four hours into this campaign is too long to realize how much of it is. This group is. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Ted goes off first. Finn is close behind, just nose at the ground, just trying to keep the scent. And I think, Ted, you realize, like, Finn's kind of right with you. So you kind of let Finn lead a little bit and uh, keep following these drag marks. There's every once in a while just a thread or two of like a little bit of glimmer in your torch as you maybe pass by like a thread of a uh, web on the ground. And you get closer to the wall that's still probably about, I don't know, 20, 30 feet in front of you. But your torch is just enough to kind of see some of the details. And Finn's kind of sniffing around too. Here's what you see, Ted. You see a wall um, that is just covered maybe 30 feet high, covered in webs. At the very top of this wall, hanging off the edge, kind of sitting up against the side of the wall, is a big, like, lump. It's not moving, but there is what you think a foot sticking out of this lump that looks human-sized up against the wall. Finn goes around the wall a little bit, staying, keeping a safe distance, but you also realize there's perhaps a path up the stairs around the tower that goes up to the top of the wall. You, you don't know what's up there, but there looks to be like some stairs that kind of go in that general direction. That would take us up to where the lump is? Yeah, to where the lump is, maybe. Uh, but you could also, like, you're looking at the wall... It'd be tough. You might be able to figure out a way to climb up, but it's all covered in web. So the last thing that Ted wants to do is get stuck in this web. And so <laughs> he is going to first first pull his sword out because he is terrified and because he just remembered that Bilbo was stabbing people. He was stabbing people. Maybe I can stab some, some spiders. Maybe maybe that'll keep me that's safe. Where, uh, that's where Sting got its name. That's right. And so um, he's he's waiting for everyone to get close and and um, then when everybody gets you know when everyone catches up 
uh, he points up and says, I think that's him up there. And he's also looking, he's, he's, he's expecting to see spiders hiding somewhere, and he's trying to see if, if we're safe. Yeah, here's a couple things. Go ahead and roll for awareness. See if you can see any spiders. While that's happening, Belgo, like, hears you say, I think that's him. And he goes, huh! <laughs> and he goes, that's his boot? Uh, how do we... I say, shut and up! And he looks up at the webs. He's like, how do we get him out of there? We have to cut him down. But cut him down, that's like, that, look how high that is! I know. It's like three times higher for me. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> that's still a long drop for a human. I mean, we can burn it down. No, 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 no. No, no, don't, don't, don't. Listen, I saw a pathway over here. We're going to have to walk up. You go around the corner, or at least look, take a peek. You do see the tower stairs are not covered in web, at least at the bottom. Well, that's good. That is very good. Or at least is a good <laughs> sign for Ted. Would, uh, would one of the taller taller folk like to maybe make their way up there since they're less likely to be grabbed by what are surely to be some of our eight-legged friends yeah when um when you're done rolling i i have a three in stealth so i think i might like to try and just explore the staircase uh as covertly as possible but i'm i'm curious to see what's rolled here for awareness that is keep an eye on the boot that's a 12 with one six 12 total with one six an extraordinary success or great success all right but here's a little fun thing about well not fun but here's a little thing about the one ring you to get a great success on a six you still have to beat the like uh tn which is the target mm-hmm. number so 12 total is just gonna be a little bit out oh, of reach okay but do you want to acknowledge i want to make it seem like you know not every six is going to be instant success here but you look around, you look at the tower, you're sure like there's no spiders on the wall, but you can't tell if there's any spiders in the trees or on the tower itself or, you know, in the general area. You can't really see anything. You do know for sure one thing. That wall leading up 30 feet up to uh, Baldor's uh, web cocoon is free of spiders for now, anyway. For now. Just covered in web. I, I relay all of that to the to the party. Um, okay. Yurik, yeah. what would you like to do here? I would I would so I have um, one of my distinctive features is elusive. Would that play? You and I were talking about this a little bit offline, Chris. Yeah. Does that play into to to anything, or should I just roll for stealth, or is there is there some combination of the two? I think elusive, to me, is like. Is that more so a combat? Yeah, if there, if you know there's Got enemies you. or like you're trying to run away or something, that's probably where it'll play for sure. Yeah, go ahead and roll for that stealth. That would it might come in handy soon, but okay. go ahead and roll for stealth. It's like the dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge skills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the five Ds of uh, exploring uh, spider hell holes. Exactly. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo, twelve, baby. Okay. Ooh, automatic success. Nice. We'll see if he rolls some sixes. Ooh, four, two, and six. So 18, Ooh. 20, 24. Damn. There we go. Okay. That's a 
very good roll. Automatic success with 12, which is also known as the Gandalf rune in our, in our game. And then a six in there, so a great success. So definitely whatever's at the very right, fill in a pip. Um, Rory, fill in a pip at the very right of craft. I forgot to give that out. Yes. Every really? time. But yeah, uh, Yurik, whatever's at the very right of stealth, fill that in. A pip. Movement. Okay. Movement. Yeah. <clears throat> Watches. Um, <laughs> you start going very slow, very methodically up these stairs little by little to try and investigate okay what's where's this tower going every step of the way quite literally you're making sure there's no web there's no spiders are they up against the wall are they up against the tower are they in the tree canopies um you're used to kind of being on the lookout for spiders even near woodman hall or uh yeah woodman hall there's it's wood woodman hall woodman town I don't know. Not very creative names from the Woodman. Woodmanville? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Woodhall. You're used to wherever, you know, where you're from, that there's spiders, you know, sometimes that come a little too close and you've hunted them before. So you know what the signs look like. You know what the webbing looks like now that you know for sure that that's what it is. And you make it up the tower. Oh, it circles all the way up this tower. You make it up no problem. Nothing, you don't attract any attention. You don't see any spiders until... You can see this wall kind of going in an L shape out from the tower. At the bottom of the L kind of part is the wall all of you saw on the other side. You know, down on that wall, poor Baldor is hanging off the side. This, the empty space, because the roof is all collapsed in, between you on the tower and that wall is a canopy of spider webs. It's not leaves and vines. It is just this thick canopy of spider webs. And to your left, all the way down deep in this ruined, gross spider web infested like keep of what left it what is left of that keep, you see three sleeping spiders. <laughs> They're not moving. They're kind of like all wrapped up in their own little section of the web. But with your beast lore, I think you would know if you disturb the web too much, it's going to alert them that you're there. You might be able to get through it, but you'd have to be very, very careful. So you got Yurik up at the top of the tower looking at this like web canopy over to the edge of the wall. Does he tell any of us down there? Huh? Is he telling any of us this down here? Or is he like being quiet? I think you're... You I don't know that I could do that while still being yeah. stealth. Okay, okay. I think you you see a figure hey, up there. Hey, if you disturb it's... these, <laughs> <laughs> don't wake them up. <laughs> now you don't know if there's more spiders around the corner, kind of thing, but you can see three for sure. But I think you on the ground, like it's really hard to see <clears throat> up at the top of the tower, but you do see what you think is a shadow figure up there, and you you hope you cross your fingers that that's Yurik. <laughs> What do you guys want to do on the ground? Yurik might have some decisions to make. Do you, do you risk the canopy? Do you try to get over to Baldor? You guys on the ground, what do you guys think? Can we see Yurik right now? I think you see it's dark, but it's a shadowy figure up there. You figure you just saw him starting up the stairs, and now someone's at the top of the stairs. That's got to be him. Mm-hmm. I wave. <laughs> I, I, I return the wave. So... <laughs> This things must be good. I guess there's no spiders. Things are going well. It looks like things are going well. Yeah. Oh God! 
So, Chris, this canopy, this canopy. Before I make a decision, mm-hmm. I, want, I just want to make sure I understand. Yeah, the canopy is he's up against the wall. Um, I'm more or less up there uh, in that general vicinity. The canopy itself, it's under him or it's over him. How, what's his positioning relative to him? So, think about a house without a roof. Um, he is on the outside of the house, on the other side of the wall. The canopy makes up the roof, so you'd have mm. to like go over the canopy and like try to cut him out or do something to get him out of his cocoon, bring him up, and then back across the canopy or down the wall. How high up was he? Uh, was about, did you say? About 30 feet high. 30 feet? Oh, yeah. oh that's forever up. <laughs> um, you might as well be well, on top of a mountain. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, Rory will look over at Cat um, Vera and uh, mm-hmm. say, uh, Giant woman. You are the the tallest of us. I can, you can you jump up there? I like I can, maybe you. I don't know. Like I don't have rope, but like it seems like we need to get him down. And you know everything looks good up there, but you know it just is a matter of um, you're tall, and uh, we're height challenged. And um, uh, you, uh, I just you know you seem to be kind of the expert in uh, these height related issues that we're facing here. So, let me get this straight, Rory. You think that because I am taller than you that I can jump 30 feet into the air? Uh, I don't want to assume your 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 height skills, your jumping skills. I'm just simply saying, like, I, this is a strange world, and we're in the middle of an elven wood, and I, uh, I have ruled nothing out. Right. Um, no. Short okay. answer. Okay. I cannot do that. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm mostly just panicking here because we're surrounded I by spiders. Tell. Yeah. Okay. No. So, uh, you are the adult in the room and where I'm just, I'm, I'm leaning to you, you know, under the room. So, you know, that you can kind of be the subtle back, back behind and then I'll follow you and kind of everyone follow me. See how this goes. Yeah. Okay. Here's what the plan is. Oh, we perfect. are going to have to move past these whatever is up there mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Yurik is is seeing. I'm assuming spiders. We're going to have to get past that to get to Baldor. Now, we we have the advantage because they don't know that he's up there, but we know that he's up there. He can draw them out, and we can sort of do like a, a, a maneuver where they're oh, funneled okay. towards us, and we can take them out sort of one at a time. Some of us with ranged weapons. I have this big spear that I can sort of stab at them from mm. afar. And then yes. uh, this should be uh, pretty simple. There's more of us than there are of them, most likely. Perfect. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Hmm. You're, you're not actually <laughs> suggesting that we actually fight these things, are you? Well, these are cre- creatures of shadow and, they, uh, and darkness, and they should be eradicated. But they might sting us. And they're this icky. Is true. <laughs> this, this is uh, yeah, so, the, the kid actually, this is perfect. You, you don't have to fight them. Um, you, you can be what we uh, need uh, to refer to as bait. 
I think you're smaller than me, so I feel like well, no, you but be you you just you're probably brighter and and tasty. Like I taste like you? dirt and rock, and you know. But um, I feel like you're just you're braver and. No, but exactly. My my muscles are too taut, and they're just not. You know. As they're deliberate, as they're deliberating, Yurik, um, Yurik has made up his mind that he's actually going to try and navigate the wall and crawl under the canopy. Okay. Uh, I have I have a I mean I have this would sort of force Cat Vera's plan anyway, but I mean I have I have my um my three in stealth and that plus one in movement I just achieved, so maybe that got, might give us a slight edge in me attempting to get to him. You will need to make stealth rolls to try and get either over or under uh, that canopy. Yes. So. Um so I have I have under my skills, one of them is called Inspire. And so I would like, if if you will, I know that we have had a rather abstract conversation with uh, Eric, who's up in up in the shadowy rafters. But I would like to, if you will, attempt to inspire by giving a really good thumbs up. Like I'm gonna look up at him. I'm just gonna be like, "We're good. We got this. I, we're gonna do this fine." As if he completely understands everything that just we talked about down there um, and is going along with the plan. And so it's just I would like to inspire with a thumbs up. I don't know what, what the rules of the One Ring um, work in that system, but um, that's the attempt. As long as you have a ring on your thumb when you do a thumbs up, I think yes. it works. There's a little glimmer. There's a little glimmer in Cat Vera's torch <laughs> that catches the ring on your thumb for the yes. thumbs up. I'm going to allow this. Why not? Perfect. Yes. <laughs> you thumbs up and it's like... <laughs> 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 and, and the reflection starts and wakes up one of the uh, yeah, the, the spiders. He like spiders snores extra loud. The same time. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then the adventure is over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and roll for stealth. Now, this is what this this is going to be a, a one ring thing. Uh, it's called a skill something. I don't know, but it's basically skill a chain check. of skill rolls that you need to complete all of them to make it happen. So there's going to be three stealth checks. So uh, the first one you're going to get this inspiration on. So roll your d12 plus however many pips you have in stealth. For D6s. Roll that D12 twice. Takes the best number. Okay. And then um, we'll go from there. So let's see what happens as you start clamoring on the canopy of this. While he's rolling uh, and uh, Rory and the kid are arguing, uh, Ted is watching Yurik and sees him start to move and hits both of them. He's like, shut up. He's going. He's going. <laughs> 23 and the d12 was a 23 the the d12 was a nine and a one so i opted for the nine so 23 and then i have a one next to movement does that does that make it 24 what how does that um that will come into play when you basically purchase skills at the end of this adventure um so that that plays later got you for you to upgrade your skills later but right now it's just your stealth 23 is excellent I asked that for the listeners. I already knew the answer. That was mm-hmm. that was for the <laughs> listeners. Good job, I'm, Sean. Thank you. I'm really glad they understand now. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 23 is is excellent. 
So, Yurik, you're able to... You're trying to climb, like, kind of under the web and, like, do, like, a global guts, like, <laughs> across... A physical this, challenge? Uh, the physical challenge mm-hmm. uh, across this web underneath, maybe? You going to DZ Discovery Zone here? Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones in that movie with Sean Connery where she's all over the lasers? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I remember that's that. That's me right now. You hear Cat Vera shout out, go Blue Barracudas! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's all about red jaguars. Um, you're able to get your full weight onto the web without any problem. There's You're very gentle. There's no vibrations through the web. Uh, you look left, look at the spiders, they're not moving. So you're able to go a little bit farther. Go and roll stealth again. Again. Okay. Uh, 10, 5, 5, 1. So 21. Dang. Hot dice. Mo- you keep moving. You get like okay. another seven and seven or eight feet out from the tower over this or under this canopy of webs no movement on the webs you're so careful i didn't Um, know we had simone biles on the team (laughs) you have just one more stealth check and you'll basically be at the edge of the wall and able to get to baldor and at least try to figure out what the next step's going to be to get him down so one more stealth check go Use the torch. <laughs> Burn him. Burn him. Rory's had that plan in the back of his head the entire time. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anything goes wrong, all these webs go up. 18. <laughs> Straight up. What, what was that? 18. 18. 18. Dang. Ugh. I want to roll, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get to the... <laughs> I wanted to play some spiders. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of opportunity. Yeah. You you get to the edge of the wall. You you're able to do it without causing any disturbance in the web. You look over and there is the cocoon in front of you on the side of this wall. And you see poor Baldor's foot sticking out of it, not moving. Nothing's moving in this cocoon. But you have, you know, Baldor right in front of you. How do you want to try and get him out? How are you going to get down? What do, what do you want to do? So it's a 30-foot drop, correct? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't do all this so that he I could cut him loose and he could snap his neck. So <laughs> Rory's out there when he's got his arms re- spread out, you know. He's, oh, I, I got it. I'll catch you. I'll catch you. Although I do see this as an opportunity to get rid of the dwarf, I don't want to sacrifice the man that we came to save. So I, I'm not, I'm not Rory him gives loose. him a big grin and a bigger thumbs up. Um, we are we we are not able to do anything here, right? Because we're so far away. I mean, you're down at the bottom of the wall, so I mean, you see Yurik come over the edge of the wall. Nothing's moving. He looks like he's still safe. But you see him, like, trying to figure out, okay, how the hell am I going to get this guy down? Mm-hmm. As, a, mm-hmm. as a person of stealth myself, I'm, I'm ex- immediately incredibly impressed. So... Right, Ted, Ted is. Ted is. It is, yeah. is kind of a little bit, like, oh. mouth open a little bit and just in, in the, you know, in awe. Love it. If... if so... I'm I'm a wanderer. I I spend my days in the woods hunting. Is it is it feasible? Is it realistic to think that 
in the same way Catvera would have a torch, I might have a length of rope. Is 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 that realistic? I think so. I think so. Um, I think you it would make sense for you to have like a knife and a rope. Mm-hmm. You're an adventure. You're yeah, out. I have my woods. dagger. Okay. Yeah, I have my dagger. I have, um, and this might be an athletics, I don't know, but what I'd like to do is tie the rope around my waist, and then I would like to use my dagger to start to cut a small opening, not so much that we, we lose him entirely, but yeah. enough of an opening that I can actually tie the opposite end of the rope around, um, if at all possible, like under his arms, around his chest as well, before I, I cut the rest of the web. I like that. I like that. Yeah. You're, you know, you've got your dagger, precision skills. You've, you know, cleaned a deer before. You know you can use it really well, right? You're able to cut this cocoon open just enough. It's gross in there. It's a little sticky. Um, and uh, Baldor, as you get him out, um, he's like not really moving, but he does go, what's well, barely getting words out nothing sensible you're able to tie the rope pull him out of that cocoon and you want to try and lower him down that will require an athletics roll for sure um to try and do it gently do it without disturbing the web go and roll athletics now also we so are we able to get under him from here without disturbing you can get right up to the like where the wall starts on the at the bottom of the wall, you don't have to touch the wall at all. But you see above you, like Yurik is is trying to do this. So yeah, I motion to everybody to try yeah. and see if we can all get in there, and uh, if anything goes wrong, that we can catch this guy falling from thirty <laughs> feet in the air. It's a good idea. We link arms like in camp. Yes, like... exactly. This is a team building <laughs> exercise. Kevin has like squat all the way down. <laughs> Yeah. Kevera just jumps 30 feet into the air. And- <laughs> <laughs> I you, from the I said you should have done that from the beginning. I swear to god. <laughs> if I have to burn this place down. Um before before I roll, um I want to honor all of Rory's efforts. I I, I look down at Rory, I kind of give him one of these <laughs> as as in like this is your moment, bud. Like show us what you've got. Like this like you like let's do this. Um, okay. So, I'm gonna roll here. Nine. Nine. The luck luck had to go. Had to drive sooner or later. Oh, man. (laughs) You got this, buddy. Alright, it's time to test our our cheerleading skills. Josh is gonna come next recording with a new character of a dwarf, and it's like, my... Cousin Rory, you may know him. I'm Corey. <laughs> yeah. Rory met a, a terrible, terrible accident. Fate. He got crushed underneath a human. <laughs> you come back Yurik. next week for Tories. Oh man, Yurik. Okay, you uh, start lowering. Like you get Baldor tied up. You're good. You you got a pretty good knot on there. You feel confident, and you're using your weight as like the counterweight. And you're slowly letting this rope down. And you're just like, oh my god, this guy's bigger than I thought he was. And you were so careful over those canopies. Like, you have, like, the shaking arms, you know, when you keep your arms up too much or something. Like, you were so careful that you're still kind of shaking. And it lets 
Baldor down a little too fast. And you kind of catch him. And then it pulls one of your feet off of the oh, wall. No. And you grab, oh. as you fall, you grab the top of the wall. You grab some of the web to not fall down. You oh, have no. Baldor still connected, not all the way down. You're able to stop the rope. Just enough that it you know, burns your hand a little bit, but you're able to hold on to the wall, hold on to Baldor. You're quickly losing your grip. You've got Rory right underneath, like, all right. <laughs> and all you feel, you feel like you grabbed onto the web and you feel vibrations come back. Oh, no. Something is Uh-oh. moving. What do you guys want to do? So only he knows, right? We don't know yet. Like only Yurik, yeah, Yurik would know. Like, uh oh, that wasn't my mm-hmm. movement. Um, <laughs> Rory would be kind of watching this and uh, just it, seeing him kind of slip, you know, catch him again. Be like, and be like, I've got him, I've got him, drop him, drop him. Uh, just I do have three pips in athletics, so like I, I, I got hey. it, I got it, I got it. And you see me yeah. like sumo mo, sumo pose, you know, get my legs out, <laughs> low center of gravity, even lower center of gravity for a dwarf. <laughs> And he's just like <laughs> gonna try and do his best to, to like catch him if if uh, you know gesture to to like get just drop him the rest of the way so that you know he can catch himself. I love Rory. I don't think the kid <laughs> loves Rory. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. Chris, how low is he at this point? I think you've got Baldor about ten feet off the ground above, you know, above the ground. So he's up. Oh yeah, I'm taking I'm taking what? I'm taking Rory up on six that. Six feet above. Definitely six still six feet okay. above Rory. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's gonna feed his ego so much. How do you how do you do you just like let go of the rope? Well no, I think I I mean he I he's clearly done his sumo stance, so I'm I'm kinda kinda gonna give him like a knowing nod because I, I have felt the vibration, although I haven't really been able to communicate that yeah. lest I stir them more. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I see no other option here. So I'm gonna, I'm just going to try and, um, so I've got the rope tied around my waist. What I'd like to do is with one hand still kind of hanging on is I'd like to, I'd like to try and detach that from my waist so that I can at least try and do a controlled drop. It's going to still be sliding through my hands, but I'd like for it to slide through a little bit slower than it would if I just let this grown-ass man fall onto this dwarf that so I, i'd like to i'd like a controlled yeah. fall please. fully prepared dwarf <laughs> fully prepared i need i need both of you to roll athletics okay. all right so i have three pips to try and control this and while a- they're doing this cat vera would like to hand the torch that she's holding to belgo okay bring out her bow and draw an arrow and taking, actually taking a note from Rory, wrap the arrowhead in web so that she can light it on fire in the torch if she needs to. Ooh. <laughs> a sexy. The there things, we go. The things the game master, lore master, whatever, will never think of that exactly. the players think of. <laughs> um, okay. I, I hope up? Rory had a... I wrote. I hope Rory had a great roll. I, ro- I rolled a ten, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I rolled a ten on my D twelve, and then a three, four, and a five. Ooh, nice. Ooh, for a twenty-two total. Here's what happens. 
Cat Vera, mm-hmm. you ready your arrow. You wrap it up and some web. Fire arrows are ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. What a game. Oh, man. <laughs> One of them crazies. All right. <laughs> Yurik. You're at the top of this wall, holding on with one hand. You're lowering the rope with your other, and you try to let it out, and it just burns your hand, and you just let go. Baldor's in free fall. <laughs> but Rory underneath, sumo stance. I've got you. Surprisingly, even though Baldor's much bigger than, than Rory, just kind of, like, thumps into his arms. And Rory, like, just takes a step back, gets his balance catches him and slowly kind of like goes down on his butt you know, just like, <laughs> but catches him no damage to rory no damage to baldor and uh the thumb maybe comes back out <laughs> exactly love that love that <laughs> definitely he's but, like lost his breath in that so that's why the thumbs out here's here's what happens yurik your burned hand, you, like, bring it back up because you're, like, falling. So you grab onto the top of the wall. And you see come out from the top above you one spindly leg. Oh, no. And then another. As a spider presents its, like, disgusting face to yourself, looking right down at you at the top of this wall. Katvera, Yurik, mm-hmm. what do you want to do here? I would love to light the arrow on fire and shoot it at the spider. <laughs> if I could. You take your arrow, you light it up. You point it up at the top of this wall as this spider lunges at Yurik. We'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Shoot. Cliffhanger. Oh, boy. <laughs> I still haven't rolled! <laughs> ne- I feel like next episode we're finally 